Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's the core of vulnerability. I'm going to reveal myself to you and trust that you won't hurt me. I didn't even want to entertain the thought of someone having enough power or someone even thinking or knowing that they could impact me. Mm. I'm over it. I haven't got it all together. I don't want people to know that I'm unwanted. Yeah. The reality of the situation is sometimes we are glowing and growing and yet we get it wrong. 100. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters around the world. And in today's episode, we're talking about dealing with rejection. Ah, oh, very fitting. Ah, uh, <laughs> not for me personally. Whoa. Dealing with- <laughs> Courtney has all the shots she has shot in her life she has just yeah just knocked it out of the pack um, but today sorry no i meant based off of last week's episode <laughs> I was about to say, I said, God damn, give us the blueprint. Some of us are sliding into the DMs. We're not getting what we want. Dealing with rejection, failure, (laughs) and also making big life mistakes. Mm. Catastrophic. 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 Catastrophize. God bless you. Catastrophic. Catastrophize. (laughs) That's what we're doing. So yeah, sisters, today's episode, we're having a bit of a really quick chit chat about just... Dealing with life's mistakes. I think yeah. that sometimes we can focus so much on glowing and growing and overcoming that mm. sometimes we make mistakes and really bad ones. Terrible ones, Sometimes actually. we get rejected. Oh, Lord. A lot, in fact. And sometimes we fail badly. Mm. So how do we how do we actually have conversations about these things yeah. first and foremost? And then yeah. how do we look to pivot, change, move, and grow from these very real experiences that we feel and go through yeah, for in real. our lives. For real. So sisters, that is up and coming. But before we do get into that, we do have some housekeeping rules. You know, we like a swept house at the TMS HQ. The first is that TMS live in London ooh, 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 is ooh. still live, but not for very long. <laughs> very long. <laughs> TMS Live in London. Yes, it is the biggest undertaking that we are we have ever done at Two My Sisters. Like it's literally a, one of the biggest girls party, yeah. biggest shows that we have hosted ever. And it's being hosted at Hackney Empire on October 27th, Friday evening. So if you would like to enjoy a Friday evening with the sisters, our flagship annual show, the third year of TMS. And here's to many more by god's grace grace. be praying for us Mm -hmm. then please 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 grab a ticket and not just grab a ticket but grab one for your friends in fact grab one for a couple of friends because we've got some special discounts for those that are bringing some cool people to the show it is promising to be an excellent show we've got some phenomenal hosts they might actually be out by now for sure they probably yeah yeah so definitely head over to instagram basically Hello. We are recording this three weeks before you're watching it. Three weeks. Yes, yeah, three weeks. Three weeks for the t- <laughs> Because yeah. we're currently gallivanting in Bali. Um, and so, yeah, we don't know what's happening. To be very Fingers honest, crossed. the internet might have even crumbled. To be honest, uh, you know what I mean? They're like, 
Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh, oh, oh. Armageddon. Yeah, we're out of office. <laughs> to, child, you may have heard this announcement like three, two weeks ago. Child, we don't know what the tickets are we saying. We have no idea what's going on. But actually, you should go to the socials to find out. Go to the socials. Go to the socials. But whilst you're going to the socials, before you do that, buy the ticket. <laughs> your priority. Secure your spot. Secure your spot. Don't miss out. This is the biggest For girls real. party of the year. 100 bucks. It won't be bigger. Thank you so much to everyone who has bought a ticket so far. 100%. You lot are rolling out strong. And it's crazy that we can drop tickets and like... At least half of them be gone like Bruh. that. So genuinely, thank you so much. It's given sisterhood in the UK and sisters across the world. Yes. When your time to show up comes, show up. Follow I already, suits. I just heard the from the South African sisters somewhere in the back there. I heard it already. I know you guys are ready. It's okay. It's okay. We've heard. We've heard. But that actually brings us nicely to another announcement, which is Ghana is not that far away. Neither is South Africa. We're basically, we're on our way. We're on our way. We're entering September. It's oh, what is the meaning of that? That sounded so. You know when artists. What, what is, is the, the meaning, meaning of, of that? God, it's given what is the meaning of this. Twenty twenty three is wrapping it up. Oh. So let's wrap it up well. Yeah. In dirty December, we love to see. Well, it. dirty but not so dirty. The that, dirty but not mm-hmm. so dirty December. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is dirty in that you know we're going to be having um we're going to have fun fun, but the fun is going to be holy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be for real. If you choose to be dirty, <laughs> me, I will tell my face. That has nothing to do with me. That's you and your creator. But and honestly, come and turn up in Ghana with us in our We're also going to be going to Tamale to follow up on our school building project with sisters. You have absolutely smashed by now. I'm sure we are actually at our goal. We have surpassed it. All we do is win, win, win. No, no matter, matter what. CJ God bless you all. And honestly, we're going to be making like an official announcement and having an episode around what it is that we have done. Right. But genuinely, just to put this in here, thank you. Like, we love you guys. We've actually, we're building a school. We've raised the money. And now we're pressing forward so that we can complete it in excellence. Come on now. So honestly, God bless you all. So everyone who donated, anyone who shared a link, anyone who mentioned it to somebody or even just dropped a comment saying what we were doing was amazing and gave us support and encouragement there. We genuinely love you and we appreciate you for showing that this is more than just a podcast. Mm -hmm. This is a movement of women, but more importantly, this is a sisterhood and that sisterhood has power Power. okay so god bless thank you folks so so much genuinely from the bottom of our hearts from the top of our hearts every we're just everything we're just full so we we get a bit emotional when that you know just this If you guys are listening to you need to come over and see the way that Courtney just looked at me. She said, what in the get out of here? Boo, tomato, boo. Um, it must be Guys, I'm not toxic. Yeah, I'm not toxic in real life. It's the deliriousness, guys. I'm telling you. It's been yeah, we are. The past. You know what? You, we might have to do an episode you, just on this. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. You actually haven't had like a late night. It's not late night. It's one in the afternoon. It really is. But like you haven't had a just Courtney and Renee kickback. Just, just chat. Just in. We are shattered. You know when we made that episode about being multifaceted, babe? It was for us. It triggered, was about triggered us. Triggered at. There were so many people that were like, oh, at me next time. I can't we're, at you. We're, we're at with the, the characters already Bro, occupied. We you. are talking about us. Um, we have been stretched to the point of, oh, one more little milliliter. This is pop, pop, pop. It's contemporary dance. <laughs> <laughs> Out here. Um, honestly, it has been 
It's been a great time. It's been a great time. It's been a beautiful season of life of mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. different opportunities um, and blessings, like genuine blessings. But my God, the responsibilities and generally not everything has been up though. Like some of the lows have been actually quite low. No. Um, and that's also, that contrast has also been hard. Mm-hmm. Like being high and then mm-hmm. being low. Um, Making some big girl decisions. Big like girl genuinely. decisions. And just having a lot of work, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> having a lot of work, um, both individually, both with TMS, like with live shows, international trips. It's mm-hmm. a lot. And so we have been a little bit burnt out. So definitely pray for the sisters. Right. Um, but one thing we're going to do is show up. 100%. Even if it's just, it means just showing up and being real and saying, listen, we're tired. And that's why I won't worn makeup for about seven weeks. I don't even think I'm about to travel with makeup in my suitcase. Do you I'm know what? I was, I was genuinely thinking this because I was just I'm like, over um, it. I'm over it. I haven't got it all together. To Guys, point, if you want to see no, what's under this week. Please, please. <laughs> Because I was also thinking this because I was just thinking, ah, uh, I'm gonna have to leave to Bali soon. <sighs> you know the whole ah uh, maintenance, doing your hair and all that kind of stuff. Normally, I you know lashes, nails. Y'all go get some stick on nails oh. first and foremost. Y'all ain't getting no lashes for me. As for the hair, you might just get two pigtails or something. And that might be know. enough. Literally, like guys, I had you guys saw and you complimented my soft locks. Thank you. I took them out after three days uh, because they were getting on my last nerve. And now I'm flying out in mm, some say 15 hours. Allegedly. I said some say some allegedly. Say, allegedly 15 hours. And what's under this isn't even gay rose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ah. ask, don't ask what, leave the, leave it there. It's mystery. It's a, it's mis- mystery. It's a mystery to even us, the occupiers, it's a mystery. But you know what? Yeah. Sometimes life gets that way. Exactly. And yeah, we're just being honest. We yeah. are genuinely hitting a point of like capacity. Yeah. So we're doing our best to show up. We appreciate you guys showering us with love, mm-hmm. prayers. Please keep them up. Yeah. We are still thinking about to my sisters 4.0, like 3.0 mm. has been great. But 4.0 is about to be heavy. So we are taking our own advice. We are going to rest up after this whole Bali experience. We're going to take some time. But can you imagine we haven't even been doing this for three years? Yet. Oh. Blessings on blessings on but that's that's like i guess that's just a testament to the the power of what we're doing right like and the power of this community the acceleration and the funny thing is folks will say oh the acceleration has been like big but it's like no actually this is built off of a friendship that's 15 years baby like you know what i'm saying right it's got some deep roots already so if anything this is just the tip right the tip of an iceberg that has very very deep roots so it's not a surprise that there's some accelerants but having said that it means if this is our initial three years then or more the next three years we have work to do oh god is good work to do god and we're gonna good. be insufferable yes and um we have to be anyways to god be the glory Hallelujah. be praying for our sisters um especially yes. praying for my good sister courtney this is probably going to be like three or four weeks after she's returned but you know, yeah so i'm going to singapore bali and thailand and parts of me regrets it but also i'm in my young single era so I need to make the most of my young single childless era. There we go. Um, and so, yeah, I'm about to be traveling around and then I'm going to be linking up with this one and our new girls, the squad, the Bali babes in Bali. Um, but even with that, it's like, you want to seize all the opportunities you get. Right. I'm tired. Mm. When you get to Thailand, you just got to lie down. Oh. In that, f- that f- oh. forestry. <laughs> Even this whole retreat, I need to drop in the group chat and say, sisters, we're going to be sleeping. Rest. 
we agree. But I also think Rest. generally, like, we all need it. Because mm. from, so when, when we do international retreats like this, we do community calls, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. are once every month. And we literally just sit down and we talk um, about just how we are and just trying to get to know everyone. It's just an amazing opportunity to be vulnerable yeah. and build trust and stuff. And literally recurringly for like the last six months, it has been... I'm actually really tired. I'm done. I'm exhausted. And I think you can feel these sorts of things brewing and accumulating over time. So it was actually, it's actually nice to be able to curate a space where women can come and just rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like adventure. Don't get us wrong. The itinerary for Bali is lit mm-hmm. um, as it is for all our other international trips, but at least getting to just rest. Yeah, we need a nap club or something. I think we TMS do. nap club. Just, just come and uh, sleep a universal time where it's like all the sisters just shut off and sleep just come and sleep we might have yeah. some hot chocolates and some snacks and that and then just go to bed nap club we're trademarking club. that like yeah. we need a nap club but sisters we appreciate your support as ever like genuinely we show up because of you guys Honestly. we show up because you show up mm-hmm. and this is definitely us taking our own advice that we you know we'd be listening back to them podcasts like damn they'd be saying some stuff that that some makes sense things. some good things um and our first ministry is ourselves. Yeah, so we gotta good. we gotta sort some stuff out. But first ministry is to Jesus. Hey, it's to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to the Lord. Glory be to the Lord. Adoration <laughs> to the Lord. In the highest. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new theme too, because that's the only thing that will cut us through. <laughs> Two unserious people. We have a call in 25 minutes. We haven't even done dilemma. Hey, dilemma, dilemma. This dilemma is going to be a a short one. Please, Um, Sister Courtney, keep this one two to 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 three minutes. minutes. I'm I'm watching. Not express help. Express help. Yes, yes, yes. For further help, please go to, um, you know, betterhelp.com. Because it is better than what we can give you right now. I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you. You know better. what's you know what's actually funny. Some somebody actually um recommended that for a dilemma segment, we yeah. actually give each other our dilemmas. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that's a good idea. Not for oh, this episode. Yeah, I was about to say that's a great idea. That's, thank you. My only dilemma is I'm shattered. Then, I'm tired. Maybe you gotta rest, but I can't give you anything else because I'm tired. So it's giving twins. Um. Anyways, let's come in with that ding 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 dilemma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey sisters. Hey my lovely. I have been struggling with relationships since the beginning of high school. I hear it. I'm in my <laughs> I hear it. She said I these people it. out here. <laughs> I'm in my second year of university now. I have been betrayed, cheated on, underappreciated, ignored at school and at home, and have honestly lost hope in ever finding a companion. Mm. I have had friends, but I have noticed that I find it hard to actually call them my friends due to my past. Mm. I realize that I find the smallest excuse to distance myself. I am finding it difficult to differentiate between my fear of being betrayed and actual red flags in friendships mm. and romantic relationships. I want to put myself out there, but I am afraid. I also hate the feeling of having no one to trust or even call when I am so far from home. Mm. I'm independent, but it would be nice to have somebody, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I'm always the problem or if it's the people around me sometimes. I have tried reading self-help books, praying, and all those focus-on-yourself-era activities, but I can't seem to forgive myself for something that I had no control over. Mm. This has really affected my level of confidence and how I view other people. Please help. Kind regards, your little sister. That is tough. Hard one, isn't it? That is tough. I get it. I actually do. And I think 
over time when something has happened to you it can be really hard to heal and healing is one of those things we can just throw around as if it's easy but once you try to do it you realize there are some things that are hard to heal right um and they may never even leave you the same Mm. um what i would say is embrace that this is gonna take some time Mm. um i love that you said like you've already done the self-help you've already done the the reading the books and getting equipped with all of this stuff i think now it's just embracing that this is going to be a process Mm. and really deciphering for yourself what does progress look like in this situation right so it's not necessarily having a you're a, a squad of 10 friends by next year it may be mm, can i even sit down to have coffee with somebody right can can i even like see if i am surrounded by people who i could potentially trust and even allowing yourself to just be in social settings with people mm. and allowing people to maybe not get all of you but to at least get some of you some of your time some of your story um some of your heart may yeah. be a good way to ease yourself into that because you've already you're you're already starting a good a, a good a... is it a stroke <laughs> is it <laughs> am i dying <laughs> is the fact you looked at me like i got so bad because no i'm idea. so confused at, at is what's well. happening it to is me well. it's okay it's fine this you... time tomorrow you're on a flight that's enough a problem though that is an issue isn't it it's a 17 hour flight anyway back to, to good sister dilemma <laughs> you're already starting in a good place Mm -hmm. because you realize that this is a problem and something that you want to overcome Mm. um in terms of when some someone does something to you and it's like you're still dealing with the shock of the fact that this happened to you you Mm -hmm. were hurt before and now it makes it hard to let other people in that is completely normal a lot of us have trust issues and this is not even in a, a negative sense this is someone's actually like violated my trust and now I don't know if I can trust other people um, again the first thing I would say is in trying to trust yourself realize that their actions are a reflection on them Mm -hmm. and just because you've let someone in close and they hurt you doesn't mean you're bad at vetting people it just means that somebody may have changed somebody may have hoodwinked you and it's hard to accept that because we always want to pinpoint well what did I do wrong so that I can do it better or do it right next time so this never happens to me again but let me just be honest with you sis sometimes that is not possible sometimes there isn't something that you did wrong Mm. sometimes it's just that person was wrong for me Mm. that person did me wrong and now I need to move on and I guess trying to like take from that the lessons, maybe like the red flags or at least the the things you learn about yourself, the Mm -hmm. the ways that you do and don't want to be treated and applying that to your next relationships could help your next relationships be better. But don't view it as, oh, I've let myself down and now can I even trust my judgment? Mm -hmm. Or now can I even like, am I able to forgive myself for allowing myself, not even allowing, but being in the position where I was hurt because don't victim blame yourself. Like we can gaslight ourselves so Mm. much. Like do not do that to yourself. You were hurt because that person, I need you to reinforce this in your mind. That person was a bad person. Mm. Those people were bad people, not because you have a wisdom issue. And so now that you are trying to acquire wisdom, apply it, take your time with it. Okay. Allow yourself to heal, allow yourself to enjoy people as well and not just see the worst in the new people that come into your life or the people you have around you who haven't wronged you. Allow yourself to see the best in them and open yourself up slowly. But the biggest thing, and I know we're just joking about better help, but I do think the biggest thing here is go to therapy because as much as we can give you dilemma in three, um, we can answer your dilemma in three, five minutes. Mm. There's actually like a lot that you would need to talk through. And I think you also need the comfort 
comfort that comes with that, which is having a safe space to talk to someone who can walk you through the issue. And I do know that like therapy isn't always accessible. So, you know, that better help link is always in our description. But yeah. again, even if you can find counseling, did, did she say she's younger than us? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're in school or if you're in uni, then there should be like some counseling services, maybe just putting some money together to allow yourself to get the counseling and the guidance that you need yeah. over time. Cause I don't think that this is a quick fix mindset issue. Cause you've already tried that stuff. Mm. So sometimes now it's about going on that journey. And sometimes going on that journey is made easier when you're going on it with a professional or yeah. someone who can help you i completely agree and also great timing Um, yeah i agree i think there is there is an extent to which people can give you advice and your reality still not matching up and i think what's very important to acknowledge here is that you've actually done a lot of work to try and remedy this you've actually tried even though some of those like trials may have been misguided in terms of you know gaslighting yourself and like blaming yourself um you've actually tried with you know self-help you've tried with fixing some of these relationships and whatnot and we can't control the way that people interact with us or the way that people behave and it just so happens that there are a few people that have negative upon negative upon negative experience and we can't lie and say that that won't you know be a significant issue when it comes to your mental health and we can't say that this main you know that you can just pull yourself up and get yourself yeah. out of the the trenches because sometimes that's not the case sometimes what is emotional and mental ends up being clinical mm. and this is not to say that you are um you know you may have clinical depression or yeah. you may be suffering from a more clinical it's mental health diagnosis. diagnosis it's not a diagnosis but i think it's definitely worth again engaging with a professional or at least engaging with a community where you have people that have a bit more expertise in this area to help support and really get to the root um of some of these for example failed relationships especially because it feels like a 360 thing as well it's not Mm. just one particular relationship that's not working but also thinking about romantic relations thinking about family relations that you mentioned and then also friends i think it's actually worth doing a bit of a sit down and engaging with professional support where where is needed um so we definitely encourage you to take up that those counseling services i know that there's a couple of organizations depending on where you're based i have no idea where you're based um but if there are any kind of like free counseling services or free um opportunities for that i would definitely take that up i would also encourage you to kind of start small um in terms of like rebuilding relationships with other people i know like have no idea what your family dynamic is um so that may not be the best place to start if there's a history of like some kind of um genuine like conflicts or um disagreements there but in terms of you being in your second year of uni i know it's a super turbulent time as well and you're going through the whole like identity crisis is definitely something that i experienced um during that second year of university just topsy yeah yeah yeah, topsy turvy trying to figure out who is a friend and who isn't um i would definitely encourage you to start small in terms of like creating those friendships or those relationships um and take your time as courtney mentioned i think when we think about like lifelong relationships or like the depth that we want from relationships the honest truth is that these things take time much like romantic relationships to build up so don't put too much pressure on yourself to have perfect relation mm. perfectly deep relationships um right off the bat because this is a time of extreme change and turbulence for a lot of people especially in your particular like space um so take some time to really engage with professionals start engaging with the people in the community around you at university on um in ways that are lower stakes ways that are like harmless interactions and start building that back up um in that way and then as it pertains to your family you may want to reach out 
Again, yeah, have no sure. idea. Depends on the dynamic, the dynamics of your family. Um, take that one slow because I know that the family set up. Oy. Man, we might have to do a whole episode where we talk, you know, about the family dynamics and all that kind of stuff. But please do refer to some of our um past yes, podcast yeah. episodes where we've spoken with our sisters, um, who are actually, funnily enough, in that kind of space and mm, that that age as well. So, so that true. might be really helpful in terms of understanding how they've overcome the challenges that you speak of. Um, but other than that sis we are sending so much love and light and genuinely any sisters that are listening to this dilemma um, as we have mentioned time and time again this is a community and we are definitely not the experts we support and share our insights but we always defer to the sisters in our community that may have insights wisdom or are just prepared to you know share an olive branch or even build those kind of relationships Um, so please drop it like it's hot in the comments below if you have a word of advice and affirmation or you're ready to give an olive branch to our little good sister um who has written in but sis we are praying for you we are praying for your peace of mind and we're also praying that you find the resources the people um and the community that you need to really thrive during Mm -hmm. this time and um, we're wishing you all the best please keep us updated we want to know how you are doing um and yeah just keep us in the loop we are really praying for your progress peace love that love that (sighs) man heavy ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com heavy stuff for an equally heavy topic all right which is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's it's a it's a deep one and i was ruminating on this one because no courtney you gotta stop looking at me like this mate i'm tired i'm tired know, i'm man. tired come on go on sorry. but no I, was, I think it's the word ruminating it's actually a funny word but mm. i was thinking about this actually the topic for this episode actually came up in a funny way mm. in that i was having a conversation with a male friend of mine mm. And he was like, oh, women can't deal with rejection Mm, mm, because mm. obviously in like the dating space, it's usually like men that make the first move and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, women don't deal with rejection. Uh, But you know, and this was the point (laughs) anyway, we had that whole conversation, but I started thinking a little bit more deeply around this whole idea of rejection and, you know, putting yourself out there only for somebody to basically tell you no or under, you know, undermine you or whatever. And it made me just think more deeply around rejection in life and how there are certain instances for a lot of women where they are, you know, putting themselves out there. I know we were speaking about confidence in one of our previous episodes. You put yourself out there, you're a go-getter, you do all of these kind of things and the universe tells you no. Yeah. Or somebody, some kind of manifestation of a no crops up, whether it's a, you shoot your shot at this guy that you liked and he said he doesn't like you because he doesn't find you attractive or you shoot your shot for this particular opportunity and you're, the door is slammed in your face mm. again and again and again. Um, 
so yeah, I guess I wanted to start with, have you ever experienced rejection oh, in yeah. your rejection in your life? Yeah. What was that experience? Because I think even that, right? Like women sharing their experiences of being rejected. Yeah. It feels like something that people hold so like close to their chest. It's like, I don't want people to know that I'm unwanted. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So yeah, talk to us about that. Well, <laughs> it all started <laughs> it when all I was. No, but for real, like, I think especially when I was a child, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, I was bullied when I was younger. Mm. I was like always the odd one out. So like, there was always this element of, ew, like, why are you like that? Oh my gosh, why do you look like that? Kids oh are mean, God. you know. Oh, the worst. Kids are horrible, The absolute horrible, worst. Horrible. Um, but even with that, like, just wanting to be accepted, wanting to find belonging, wanting to find a group, mm. and then constantly having it highlighted to you that, no, you don't belong. No, we don't mm. want you. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, just to take it deep for a second, like, mm. just daddy issues of, like, having an absent parent at certain points of my life where it's like oh why am I not wanted there like Mm. there are core memories (laughs) I think this is why I struggle to celebrate my birthday sometimes like Mm. there'll be times where it'll be my birthday and I'll just be like waiting by the phone waiting for like my parents to call me Mm. then like I would end up calling them to be like oh it's my birthday today and they'll be like okay wow happy birthday then and it was just like I'm going to die (laughs) (laughs) like on that deep level and then on top of it like growing up going through adolescence Mm. and just being like oh everyone else has boyfriends Mm. and i don't really have a boyfriend or like when i do have a boyfriend they're trifling or like do you know what i mean and it's just like oh my gosh am i wanted Mm. and i think there's always been i think that's why i I, when i was younger like i used to jump from dating this person dating that person Mm -hmm. always needing even if they were no good and i didn't really like them always need literally dogs i always needed someone on standby just because i always wanted to feel like i was wanted and i think that that's a very sometimes a common thing for Mm -hmm. people to experience in some way um one thing that i've I've realized about myself though in general is when I feel like rejected and when I feel like oh I've put myself out there and I haven't gotten the response that I've wanted yeah it has completely made me shut off from wanting to ever pursue that thing right 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 like and I think that's most people right like no I am never going to allow you to do that to me you dirty you dirty dog (laughs) never I'm never going to and then that kind of um, leads you to sometimes jump to another extreme, which mm. is like not just hyper independence, but literally like I will never allow anybody in close enough, right. or I'll never allow anybody to know that I desire something or I have needs that need to be fulfilled mm-hmm. in order for them to reject me or in order for them to let me down. Mm. So even things like asking people to support me or asking people to love me the way I want mm-hmm, to be loved mm-hmm. is like I don't even want to put that out there mm-hmm. because I don't want you to reject me in some way and I don't want to feel that kind of pain or unwantedness mm-hmm. ever again which has definitely impeded people's ability to love me well mm-hmm. and love me deeply mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and me experience that which then fulfills this very toxic cycle of thinking oh my gosh, everyone is rejecting me or no one's allowing me or bringing me in. And it's like, but you're not actually allowing yourself to come close to people. Um, so yeah, how about you? Child, I felt that deep within my spirit. Lots of resonance there, especially the point that you just made around like shutting people out. Yeah, I am the queen of shutting people out. Lord, thank we thank God for therapy, changes, growth. Um, but it's even 
something that I still consciously struggle with and have to actively be like, okay, Renee, you can't shut down. Mm. Um, I was actually listening to um, Jackie Hill Perry. Mm. There was like a, actually, baby, if you listen to this, if you listen to this, we love you. And she was just talking about the weaponization of the silent treatment or yeah. the weaponization of shutting people oh, out. Oh, I've wrecked me for filth. I said, <laughs> if you wanted to at me, you, my name, full name, at Renee, you like, do you know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, that's me to a T. Yeah. Um, because I didn't even want to entertain the thought of someone having enough power or someone even thinking or knowing that they could impact me. Mm-hmm. And definitely very similarly, like when like your caregivers or your parents don't show up for you or when you're constantly told like if you um, exhibit any like kind of weakness, yeah. then you will be rejected. Or if you exhibit any kind of need, you will be rejected. To me, if the need doesn't exist or I suppress yeah, the need to the point that like, no do you know what I mean? Then there's no rejection. I don't ever want to be in a place where somebody has the capacity to tell me that I'm un- like unloved or not wanted. And also similarly, going through like bullying and having people actively tell you that you're not desirable. I don't want to be friends with you. Um, I think I've spoken about this before, but one, I will never forget (laughs) that one time. Trauma. It's giving trauma. (laughs) (laughs) My therapist listening to this is like, oh, there she go again. We talked about this last seven times. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it reminds me of a time where I had told like one of my friends in so-called friends in um, secondary school that I liked this boy. Like I really, really liked him. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the first guy that I actually had feelings for i didn't even know what feelings were because mm. i was like adolescent but like you know all the the bunnies all and the butterflies and all that kind of stuff and i remember her saying to me like he would never find you attractive because you're this you're that and that broke my heart it's like damn is this mm. how i'm going to be perceived by people not just yeah. and i think the the pain of it was not even the realization that i was like not wanted in the romantic sense, but also not wanted in like friendship. Friendship. And it was very, very difficult for me to open up to people because it felt like I was the laughing stock. And it was really actually funny and super tangential is the fact that I think for both of us, humor has been a great coping mechanism or a great tool. The reason why we're actually quite funny is because we've been through a lot. It's genuinely trauma and it's a great coping mechanism. It's great comedic material. You know, it's like, ah, focus on yeah. your personality they say <laughs> and then you glow up and it's like oh yeah you're the full package now because yeah. you're cute and, and you've got personality and you got personality it was the trauma yeah 100%. and now you don't even back. want the people that want you you that's the tea you. and that's for an ep- another episode another we'll talk ac- about mm. that we'll talk about that but also similarly like even when it came to like romantic um um, relationships I was very like it took me it takes me a while to open up to people right that whole I need to make sure that you want me first and then I can decide to want you because I don't and I can decide to let you know that there you go there you go so there's very much a power dynamic but also an insecurity there the the power thing the power play is really really important and I think being somebody that has been so disempowered in so many instances and so many places it almost became an opportunity for me to reclaim power, right? The withdrawing yeah. or the um, holding back of like my emotions yeah. and opening up to people so that I wouldn't yeah. be rejected. Because I've been rejected in so many other spaces in my life, I said, you know what? In this domain, yeah, I am king, goodness. not queen, yeah. I am king. Yeah. Um, and it's so unfortunately toxic because as you were saying, it prevents people from loving you well. No risk, no reward. Yeah. And as much as you've been hurt, as much as you've been pained, as much as you've gone through a lot, full transparency to really experience the fullness of love and acceptance 
you also have to open yourself up to the possibility of rejection. And it's oftentimes through experiencing the height of rejection that you really get to understand the height of real love. Do you know what I mean? Most definitely. Um, When you block that thing out, when you kind of guard yourself off from any pain, you actually stop yourself from feeling that tenderness of love. Like mm. in, it's, it's almost like when you're scared of people touching you, people can touch you and stab you. Like let's be honestly, real. Honestly. But also they can touch you and hug you. And if you don't let anyone touch you, you'll never experience that. You'll never experience the warmth. You'll never experience the depth. And I think that's the core of vulnerability. I'm going to reveal myself to you and trust that you won't hurt me with what it is that I reveal to you, right? Mm. That you won't break it, that you won't stab me. And a lot of us are just trying to keep our, you know, cards close to our chest or we're trying to keep ourselves covered up. And it's like, you can't build intimate relationships that way. And so many of us desire intimate relationships yeah. but we're trying to avoid that part and it's it's hard no doubt about it even i got like high key triggered there because i also didn't like to be touched for a really oh long neither time. did I. I found it disgusting ew. as you can see we've been for a lot in our lives <laughs> and the funny thing is like filthy. now one of my like top love languages is actually physical, physical touch, touch. And you realize, damn, people really subverted and messed up things for you because, boy, give Trouble. me a hug. You better back it up. Why are you so <laughs> close said, breathing ew. on me? Ew, stop. I would never forget when my <laughs> younger sister would want me to hug her. I think we even joked about it in our episode we did together where she was trying to give me a hug at the end of the episode. So it was just kind of like, still. Can you, yeah, like, can you stop? Um, but honestly, like, <laughs> when we were younger she she is a physical touch person yeah, she's yeah, yeah. never struggled with that and so even to give me a hug like it would genuinely almost make me feel physically yeah, sick just, like i would have a visceral reaction to like why are you touching me to a point where i'd get angry yeah like, yeah ew stay away from me it's um the, they're, no, there, they're there it's like uh um but i also think there's something about like seeing our parents and like not seeing physical affection yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. and the importance of that like i think past being a baby i was thinking about this recently because mm. of uh, micah my god yeah 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 and i was just kind of like think about how many times you're hold you're held and you have this close contact with people mm. but as you get older as an adult no one thinks you need a hug like oh, that man. like apart from the normal like oh hey hug or bye hug who actually comes to you and is like let me actually just embrace you and hold you and how much comfort and soothing we actually experience Honestly. from that embrace when we are younger. I don't think it leaves us when we get older, but it, often we're just deprived of it because people think we don't need it or that is childish. And it's funny because I think, well, my theory is that this is why a lot of people pursue these kind of like back-to-back relationships Definitely. or they over-index on physical touch in romantic relationships yeah. because they've actually been deprived of like care in that particular manner yeah. to the point where it's actually subversive. It's like the only physical touch that i will get is when i'm having sex yeah sexual and even then it becomes a bit awkward because it's like after you've you know bust your nut or whatever you're now looking at the stranger like oh you touched me quite yeah intimately, intimately. like you touched <laughs> oh my god yeah like he 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 you touched me quite <laughs> but it's like maybe, maybe you needed just a hug from your friend mm. but like your mama just needs to, to hug you and it's yeah. funny because there's been so many other situations that I've been in community with women and you can see that even men in general, like all friends. And it's like, you can see that they're actually upset. Yeah. And at first, like back in the day, I used to be that there, there person, (laughs) the two fingers. Like, I don't know what to do here. How do I see a little stroke? Yeah. Just do your thing. Now I'm kind of like a, Oh, I can sense you need a hug. And it's that hug that you hug someone and they start bawling. Let me tell you. Damn. 
I have turned hugs into a ministry, mm-hmm. like 100%. an actual ministry, like actually being there to embrace someone and allow them to feel that warmth and that transfer of like love in a safe place. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Like when I see you guys and you give me a hug, like I actually hope that you, you experience the yeah. type of hugs that I yeah. give. Cause I also think because I've lacked it for so long, when someone embraces you, I don't know why we're hurrying on this point, know, but, when, but just beautiful. hug a friend, hug a sister this week. Cause like Please. when someone gives you a deep hug and they're not quick to let go, but they actually let you know, like you're safe here. Mm. It just allows you to break all those walls down and truly allow yourself to feel what you've been feeling. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. all carrying so many deep pains or feeling like we have to keep up a front of strength mm. when actually when somebody embraces you and they let you know, I've actually got you in this situation. I'm holding you lean on me you actually let all those things down and you allow yourself to feel what you're actually feeling so you often you will cry or you will like just be like wow like this person has actually seen me and I love giving people that feeling yeah same 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 I really do because back in the oh my gosh I'll never forget like maybe a couple of like years ago Courtney already knows I'm not like a massive crier like Mm. I'm not a massive you know but all it takes is like, I used to avoid like physical touch for that particular reason because I was scared of giving into mm. that. I was scared of, oh, all it takes is that person to actually see me properly and they realize that this is a mask that I'm wearing or mm. there is a, a facade here and I haven't had the time to go and process my emotions yeah. alone. But actually giving someone the time and the safety to process their their emotions in public with you. Yeah. It's a different type of intimacy. 100%. So I don't know how we got to this point around physical touch and whatnot, but it's actually necessary. Yeah. It's a ministry. And please hug your friends, like please your actual do. friends. Don't be thinking that hugs are reserved for your man. Um, hug your friends. need hugs too. Hug your parents, bruv. It, I yeah, know it's awkward, but good. even like recently now, it's like hugging my siblings and hugging yeah. my parents. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I can kind of like you, you know. Yeah. Um, but before we close, I actually wanted to touch on really briefly the big question the big issue which is when you make very significant life mistakes yeah right and i know obviously we're on this glowing and growing journey upper trajectory but the reality of the situation is sometimes we are glowing and growing and yet we get it wrong 100 how can women who feel like they have made a critical mistake whether it be in their relationships whether it be in their career and they feel like they've gone to a place of no return yeah how can they start making that journey back to a place of light Mm, that's good first of all I know people always say like oh forgive yourself and stuff but honestly realize that you don't have to be perfect all the time exactly like allow yourself to come to a realization that yeah I made a mistake because I'm a human like everybody else. Because the same way you give other people grace and you're like, oh yeah, of course, like so many other circumstances would have impacted why you make that decision and you have empathy. Yeah. You need to show that towards yourself and allow yourself to, you know, not be held to this impossible standard of getting everything right all the time. Absolutely, You are a human being. You are going to make some bad choices, some errors, some bad turns, and that's okay. That's actually normal. And you would deserve as much grace and forgiveness as everybody else in the world and everybody who you are trying to forgive. Absolutely, And so allow yourself to truly forgive yourself um and realize that like this that forgiving yourself doesn't have to be deep it has to be like it can often even for myself it has been oh right i messed that up Mm. okay cool Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. say your sorries if you if other people are impacted by your decisions Mm. you hope that they forgive you but also you don't keep beating yourself up about it you just try and commit yourself to do better next time and that brings me on to my next point which is 
what is the bad decision that you made? How did you get to where you are right now? Mm. And what can be done? Not necessarily to re- um, reverse engineer that, but actually to re-navigate to where you originally wanted right, to be, right, right? right? So really, where did I go wrong? What was it a lack of information? Was it somebody gave me bad advice? Was it that I didn't have confidence in myself to take this particular leap? Or, you know, was I just not acting in my right mind? Mm. You know, what the circumstances around me did that um. skew my my um discernment skew my decision making and realize okay how do i now mitigate those factors how do i now get rid of those factors how do i get clued up and give myself make sure that i am equipped sorry with the right knowledge so that Mm. i can make better decisions um and then the last thing is I know you may feel like this is a decision you made on your own, but you don't have to navigate your way out of it on your own. Mm, you can actually bring people around you to help you deal with the fallout, deal with the consequences of your actions. And I know oftentimes, especially growing up, we hear this cultural thing of like, you got yourself into it, you get yourself out of it. That is not a principle when you're trying to do community, when you're trying to do sisterhood. Mm. You got yourself into it, yes, but we've got to get you out of it. And you kind of have to take yourself to other people and receive their help to whether it be their knowledge, their finances, their time, their Mm. advice, their whatever, their care to help you get out of this situation that you have been in. Um, And, I would say on the flip side of that, if you are someone who someone comes to you and they're like, I made a big mistake, help, like mm. actually help them. It's easy to just point at like, oh, you should have done this better. You should have, I they told probably you so. already know exactly. I told you so. They probably already know all of that. Now the ministry of sisterhood begins and you've got to help them get out. Um, that's what I'd say. I absolutely love that. That was given point, evidence, explanation, link I back try. to the question. I do try. As you can tell, she has a degree from Cambridge. I do too, have a fact. degree. I do have two. That's why you should vote for her as the rising star <laughs> for founder. Th- and that, I mean, there are many people out there with that. And that, but there are very few. In fact, nay, only nay. one. Nay, <laughs> only one that I know that is good, good in Daniela Barting. And only one. That is nominated for the Founder Van Rising <laughs> Star Award. So you ought to. Screaming. You yeah, know there's certain words. I... Sorry, there's certain words in the um, English dictionary that I think are so funny in conversation. Yeah. Like ought, ought is, is one of one. them. Ought um, is a great one. But yeah, I love everything that you said. Yeah. I think the only thing that I would add is just remember that you are worth saving. Yes. I think sometimes we get ourselves into these predicaments and think that by virtue of our actions or like our past or whatever, we can't be saved. Yeah, like no. we, are point, we are past the point of saving. And if you are alive and if you are breathing, you are not past the point of saving. If you still have life, that means there is still, you're still on assignment. There's still something. And there's some days that even I personally sometimes wake up and I'm like, Lord, you ain't called me home yet. There's things going on and I'm tired. Do you know what I mean? God, if you want to do a a little toot 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 from the sky, I'll come. Draw me close. If you want to take me, I I go resist. I'll go willingly. If you're coming to ransack my house, I will open that door to you. Open the door. Hallelujah. We are not suicidal. Um, We're not suicidal. Yeah, I always have to say that when I say things like that. We are not. We are not. But if you are alive, it's, I always just hear, if you're alive, you're on assignment. There we go. Even if you have deviated, even if it takes you the long way around, even mm. if you have to go through a maze to get back to your original position, you're going to do what? Yes. Start again. When you lose a game, you start again. Come on. You don't just you know push it to the side. You might go to sleep. You wake up take tomorrow. You might take a nap. 
But at the end of the day, you're going to have to go back to where you started and start again. So remember that you are not past the point of saving, irrespective of who it is currently impacting. Mm. You may have, for example, been in a toxic relationship and the outfalling of that is you lost a couple of things or you've ended up in a quote unquote broken family. But you know what your broken family needs from you right now? Wholeness. Wholeness. And in order to get whole, you need to go back to the beginning and you start again. So for those of you that think that you are past saving, you are not past saving. In fact, this is the beginning of you getting saved. Faith is such a big thing when it comes to pivoting, changing, transforming your life and being transformed. You need to have faith. Like it even says in the word that faith is evidence of things that are hoped for, but yet not seen. You have to ensure that you have that hope, that faith in the things that are not yet seen, but will be made manifest. It is literally the seed of of what you're going to see. When you plant a seed, you don't see the plant straight away. Yeah. You have to, you know, water it, nurture it in the good faith that all of these actions that you are taking will one day yield fruit. Yeah. Plant the seed today, mm-hmm. start doing the nurturing, start doing the work, mm-hmm. and one day that plant will bear fruit, mm. irrespective of the mm-hmm. circumstances that you stand in. Now that you have the opportunity to change the circumstances of your seed, take the seed to good soil, yeah. start that work again, and you have got this. We love to see. Um, but that sisters... <laughs> speedy we tried sisters it's tough out here life is hard life is hard we ain't gonna sit there we ain't gonna sit here and cap because people come up on here on mics and whatnot and try and motivate you we're not trying to motivate you we're just trying to allow you to see that there is great power that resides on the inside of you already we're just here to tease out what's already there we ain't doing nothing new Mm -mm -mm. here there's nothing new under the sun Mm -mm -mm. um and we want you to do that in a community where you feel safe yeah because we want you to feel safe so that you can create safe spaces for the other sisters around you. So whether you're dealing with rejection, whether you're dealing with failure, whether you're dealing with the big life mistakes or a decision didn't pan out, remember that you are worth saving, you are worth changing, you are worth transforming and your life is going to be transformed. Even listening to this podcast, the one thing, if just take one thing, it might be hugging a sister, it might be getting the courage to start again it might be whatever it is just take an action as a result of this podcast don't let these words fall to the ground please pick them up and plant the seed your harvest is coming i sound like such a minister right now yeah it's giving oh pastor pastor, pastor. but our time is fast spent yeah um we have a myriad of things to do keep us in your prayers um follow us on all of our social media platforms at to my sisterhood everywhere literally every (laughs) the sisters can't hide um Follow my lovely co-host at CD Boateng. Of course, come and follow me over at Renee Kapuku on all socials. We love to see it. Sign up to the mailing list, tomysisters.com to get weekly growing and growing tips as well as love letters from us straight to your inbox, okay? Sisters, we hope that you truly do have an amazing week. We promise we'll be back with longer episodes. We um, will. Once we're back, we'll probably be tanned as well. Yeah, so, yeah. We're brown. <laughs> we're going to be brown. <laughs> For real. But yeah, keep us in your prayers. You are in our prayers. We love you guys so much. And as always, keep glowing and growing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.